Evan Knappen here, and you are listening to Gun Lawyer. And today we have a special edition of the show because I am going to focus on what Governor Murphy recently announced as his uh, uh, next shoe to drop on gun owners. He's announced an entire package, just did it today. And I'm going to review with you in detail to the best I can because some of the information is unobtainable at the moment. But at least to give you a heads up as to where Murphy intends to take uh, these issues and jam it to New Jersey gun owners. So he put out a press release on this. He had a press conference on this. And lo and behold, he is, of course, with the usual nonsense about uh, addressing the nation's gun violence crisis. It's always gun violence. I tell you what, if you hit somebody with a golf club, can we address, like, golf club violence? Do we ever call it that? I mean, you know, we do have to start identifying objects here, you know, more of the propaganda. And all his bills, are, of course, are about gun safety legislation. Of course, none of it has anything to do with safety, but it's gun safety legislation, and we're getting the standard... BS to fool the public, and here it comes. It's another Bohica moment for New Jersey, and it's Second Amendment rights. And you take a look, and Murphy's uh, claiming, quote, we must continue to build on the progress that made our, safe, our state safer for over 9 million people who call New Jersey home. Among other things, Jersey has established, and this is what Murphy's already done, a red flag law, which is absolutely atrocious, a uh, criminalizing firearm trafficking, strengthening background checks, reducing the maximum capacity of ammunition magazines, and banning ghost guns. He also has established the Rutgers Gun Violence Research Center to identify evidence-based solutions to the gun violence crisis. Really? and establish a partnership with coalition states, New York, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, to share crime gun data between law enforcement agencies. So, of course, none of what he's done has had any impact whatsoever on crime, but it has drastically affected law-abiding citizens and turned more New Jerseyans that are law-abiding into law-abiding criminals and had their property taken and seized and their rights crushed, and he's not going to stop. And so here's the next package, the jam it to gun owners. And now he's working, of course, with Senator Loretta Weinberg, his partner in crime here. And what does it say? It says she's making it clear that, that um, uh, quote, as we seem to hear about every, nearly every week in our country, gun violence remains a menace to society. In the interest of keeping our streets safe and our schools and houses of worship secure from gun violence, we need to continue to do what we, what we can where, where we can bolster New Jersey's already existing strong gun safety laws and give our law enforcement agencies the tools they need to prevent more gun-related deaths and injuries in the future. Right, right. 
What we have is an entire campaign of gun owner harassment launched in a fully anti-gun, Democrat-controlled state. And here's what's coming our way here, and you need to know it. And even if you don't live in New Jersey, you need to be aware of these things because it can come knocking on your door. Nobody's safe. New Jersey's the Petri dish for these idiotic laws. And it's a campaign of harassment on gun owners. And it's nothing less than that. And here we go. Murphy's going to require firearm safety training. Ah, modernize firearm ID cards. As well as require completion of a firearm safety course to receive a permit to purchase a gun or receive a firearms ID card. Now, some of you may say, well, education's good, training's good, and I would agree. Education and training is good. But when you mandate it, and then you control the content, and then you make it incredibly difficult and a huge burden and limited in what you can access in terms of even getting the courses, it simply becomes another tool of obstruction of the exercise of your gun rights. And that is what is behind it all. And don't think for a moment that it isn't because none of this has an ounce, of a drop of good faith. This is just to slam gun owners and get away with whatever they can get away with. And we're going to have training mandated. And not only that, folks, baked into the cake here is that your firearms identification card, your firearm purchaser ID, is only going to be good for four years. So every four years, you're going to have to pay the fees, get printed, and renew. Now, any of you know right now just how overburdened and inefficient the issuing authorities are on just keeping up currently with gun permits and gun licensing. Now you're going to throw into the mix every four years, everybody has to go get new firearm ID cards. Gee, where do you think the police administrative bureaucracy is going to be with that? Right now, I have cases, actual cases, where they've sat on permit applications for two years or more. Two years! How many years will this be when you have to, re you'll have to renew every four years and by the time they finally get around to your permit or license, you're going to have to renew it again because it'll take four years. Yep, four years, every four years, pay the fees, go through the whole process and mandate that training that is going to be set at the most ridiculous levels because Nothing is specified in it. It's all up to the superintendent, whoever is put in place there by the anti-gun governor at the time, to make the determination of the safety requirements for your every four-year renewal of your firearms ID card. And boy, that's going to have such a great impact on crime, isn't it? Just awesome, because we're focused on those licensed individuals, because you know how many crimes they commit. They're the ones. It's not the criminals. No, no, it's the licensed law-abiding citizens. Got to make their life tougher. And so that is just one of the bills in the package. He's going to mandate 
safe storage of firearms. Now, we already have a bill, a law that says you can't allow a loaded firearm to be accessed by a minor. But now he's going to mandate, quote, safe storage. So in other words, lock up your safety, lock up your ability to defend yourself. The problem is this bill isn't even identified yet. And you're, it's, a, it's essentially a requirement to store guns in a lockbox or a gun safe. Required. And frankly, right out of the box, it's a violation of, the, of Second Amendment under Heller. Because Heller invalidated Washington, D.C.'s mandatory safe storage. So why should that stop New Jersey from doing something unconstitutional blatantly? Of course it won't. And we'll be seeing them in the courts on that, I'm sure on their mandatory safe storage of firearms. Then there's the ban on 50 caliber firearms. The 50 caliber ban, because you know how many crimes, I mean, you've been seeing all these 7-11s robbed with uh, bad guys uh, with 50 cal Barretts, you know, 11, $12,000 Barrett 50s, just running rampant, robbing gas stations and, and wrecking havoc on... Uh, all kinds of uh, criminal activities. No, no, there's been nothing. Not a single thing in New Jersey. But so what? We've got to ban 50 caliber firearms. Any firearm 50 caliber or greater will be prohibited. And if you happen to already have one of these guns, well, you're mandated within one year to register it or render it inoperable, pay a $50 registration fee. And you know what this is? This is assault firearm law redux. This is the same crap they made Jerseyans do with assault firearms. Either surrender it, render it inoperable, which means you can't have any of the parts that make it operable. You possess them, even if they're out of the gun, you're gonna have to file a certificate of inoperability, Pay your $50 registration on these very fine, expensive firearms used for long-distance target shooting by so many folks. Nope, 50 cal ban. And that is in his package. They want to, ready for this, close the loophole. Oh, loopholes. we got to watch out for them loopholes, man. Close the loophole for importing out-of-state firearms. So any of you out there that don't live in New Jersey, well, if you come to New Jersey, this bill's going to require firearm owners who move to New Jersey to obtain a firearm purchaser ID card and register their firearms within 30 days. Well, how are you going to obtain a firearm ID card within 30 days when they routinely go months and months and months to even issue it? Well... Maybe they'll just say, well, as long as you apply, uh, they'll be kind and not criminally charge you. But then you got to register. And registration in Jersey has always been voluntary, except on the acquisition of a handgun within New Jersey on a pistol purchase permit. But now anybody bringing any firearm in, even long arms, are going to have to register their guns as well on new registration forms that the state police are going to have to create. And uh, if you don't do it, well, then you're going to be a felon because every gun law in New Jersey is felony-level offense, including this. 
And the registration is going to be pretty thorough. You're going to have to give name, address, make, model, serial number, all that so that you're registered. You know the uh, four words when dealing with registration? I bet you do if you've listened to Gun Lawyer, but I'll repeat them for you. It begins with legislation. Next comes registration. And what comes after registration, folks? Confiscation. And what comes after that? Extermination. And you think that's extreme? You think uh, I'm talking hyperbole? Then you don't know history. Because that pattern has repeated throughout history. Of legislation, registration, confiscation, and extermination. We've got to stop and fight registrations. Registration doesn't solve crimes, doesn't do anything except give the list for whose guns to take. And that's what's behind all of it, and that's why they're pushing it. Hey, we're not done. We got plenty more here about what Murphy's going to slam Jersey gun owners with. And when we get back to the from the break, I'll tell you all about the rest of it so we can prep for the fight of our lives. For over 30 years, attorney Evan Knappen has seen what rotten laws do to good people. That's why he's dedicated his life to fighting for the rights of America's gun owners. A fearsome courtroom litigator fighting for rights, justice, and freedom. An unrelenting gun rights spokesman tearing away at anti-gun propaganda to expose the truth. Author of six best-selling books on gun rights, including Knappen on Gun Law. A bright orange gun law Bible that sits atop the desk of virtually every lawyer, police chief, firearms dealer, and savvy gun owner. That's what made Evan Knappen America's gun lawyer. Gun laws are designed to make you a criminal. Don't become the innocent victim of a vicious anti-gun legal system. This is the guy you want on your side. Keep his name and number in your wallet and hope you never have to use it. But if you live, work, or travel with a firearm, the deck is already stacked against you. You can find him on the web at evannappen.com or follow the link on the Gun Lawyer resource page. Evan Knappen, America's Gun Lawyer. You're listening to Gun Lawyer with attorney Evan Knappen. Available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Okay, hey, folks, thanks for hanging in there. I know this is painful to hear, but uh, we can't shy away. It's a fight we're going to have to fight hard, and it hasn't uh, happened yet. I mean, this is what he's going to push, and gun owners better wake up, and we got to fight and let it be known. You need to join our state association. You know, there's plenty of great groups out there, but at a minimum, you need to belong to... uh, the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs, ANJRPC. You can go to ANJRPC.org. That's the NRA affiliate for New Jersey. They have a full-time lobbyist down in Trenton, and they're going to send out alerts and keep you on this up to the moment so you can take action and do what's needed so we can oppose this. And, uh, look, there's plenty of other great gun groups in Jersey, and this doesn't mean you don't need to belong to them too. But at a minimum, you need to belong to your state affiliate so you can stay on top of this. ANJRPC. Absolutely. And uh, what else is on Murphy's 
agenda to jam it to gun owners? Well, wants to establish electronic ammunition sales record keeping. Yes, folks, ammunition registration. Registering ammo. I mean, when does this end? It's insanity. You're going to force dealers to have an entire bureaucratic nightmare of somehow having to register ammunition. And by the way, ammunition isn't serial numbered, so that's going to be a good trick. Registering purchaser, per, what's purchased, the quantity purchase, caliber, gauge, type, quantity and address, date of birth, except all this information into a database because you bought some 22s. I mean, it's just unreal. And on top of that, while the dealers are required to go through this entire nightmare of electronic registration and minuscule bureaucratic nonsense to do something that will accomplish nothing about crime, not a thing, not a thing. What does this do for criminals committing crimes? Nothing. Doesn't matter. You're going to have to go through this. The dealer's going to have to do this. And ready for this, folks? The dealer gets to charge $5 for every transaction. So every time you buy a box of ammo and you go through getting put in a database and your privacy is invaded and registration of ammunition takes place, you get to pay an extra $5 to your favorite state, New Jersey, because the deal is collecting it. And guess what happens? You freight, you pay the freight. This is going on. This is all part of the bill, and it is a nightmare. And, of course, the funniest thing about it is it has no effect whatsoever on individuals just going out of state, buying their ammo out of state, and bringing it back because this is all on dealers. So if you want to have ammunition under this bill that's not registered, where you haven't gone through and paid the extra money to even do it, just buy your ammo out of state. That's all it's going to be. Right. And uh, unfortunately, New Jersey gun shops are going to suffer because a lot of people are going to do that. They don't want their name in databases acquiring ammunition, especially you love to get out on the weekends and target shoot. You want to be in databases about your ammunition that you purchased, you know, by the case. I mean, we're talking about a media that makes out because someone had a brick of 22s. They had 500 rounds of ammunition. Yeah, that's a brick of 22s. This is what they do. So you can just imagine. Yet the workaround will be out-of-state purchase. And who's going to get harmed by it? Gun dealers, which is what they want. They want to stop that too. Register purchasers. Make it harder for dealers to survive in New Jersey. It's all baked into the cake, and here they go. But don't worry, it doesn't end there. Because Murphy is also going to push micro-stamping. Micro-stamping. So that the only new handguns that can be sold in the state must have micro-stamping ability. Now, for those of you who don't know, micro-stamping is when you fire the gun that there's some way that the brass gets 
marked. The brass gets marked with a stamp that's individually identified, individual identifiers that are put on microscopically so that when they find brass, they can, quote, track it. Isn't that a wonderful idea except for the fact that as soon as you have anything micro-stamped with the technology, you take a file for two bucks and you remove the micro-stamping ability. Goodbye. No more micro-stamping. Or even better, you know what happens when you shoot a revolver? You keep your brass. So there's no brass anywhere. Isn't that nice that it micro-stamped? What is that? Just so your buddy can't steal your brass? I mean, oh, that's my brass over there at the range. Hey, yeah, give it back over here. It's mine. I love micro stamping. You know, fighting over what? You know, the revolvers and pocket the brass. I mean, there's only dozens of ways to get around this stupid stuff, but it's going to restrict dealers to the guns they can sell. It's going to be enormous cost, and it has no effect on crime or even in solving crimes because it's so easily thwarted and just so unbelievably stupid in terms of the value and cost, cost-value ratio here, to push and force this technology into every... And then barring, banning the sale of any firearm that doesn't have it. Again, another way to slam the dealer to slam the industry, to discourage individual purchasers by limiting selection and increasing cost. And if you look at everything so far that Murphy has put forward, all of it means more money, more expense to exercise your rights. And who suffers when things get more expensive? The poor. So what he's doing is going after those who are on tight budgets, fixed budgets, folks that are the poor, that have every right under the Second Amendment that all of us have, and yet you're going to make it harder, tougher, maybe even impossible for somebody like that to possess a firearm, to put food on the table for their family, to get out and enjoy some time to be able to relax with shooting. No, 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 none of that for poor people, sorry. We're just going to make this elite and high-priced, and it's going to limit dealers, and we're going to limit who can do this. Think about the people that he is affecting by the price increasing that's going to take place across the board. But it doesn't end there, of course, because he's also going to have regulating school shooting drills. Now, listen to this. New Jersey schools currently are required to conduct active shooter exercises. But the guidelines aren't specific about how those drills should be conducted. So the governor proposes authorizing the Department of Education to establish trauma-informed and age-appropriate standards for lockdown drills. Oh, great. I'm sure that the education department will do a fine job, just like they've done with so many other programs like, uh, you know, CRT and other great ones taking place now.
I'm sure you'll see it. But, okay, put these drills and scare the heck out of the kids for something that is incredibly rare. I mean, really, in the big picture, that is so rare. But, nope, doesn't matter. They're going to do it. Well, the, the cherry on top of the governor's package, though, is the so and there's no bill yet put forward on that regulating school drills. Can't wait to see it. But the cherry on top is this one, and there's no bill put forward yet on this one. And that is holding the gun industry accountable, quote-unquote. What does that mean? Hold the gun industry accountable. Well, he said in New Jersey, almost 80% of the guns used in crimes are originally purchased outside the state. However, the gun industry has failed to take any steps to stem the flow of guns to the illegal market through gun shows, flea markets, and straw purchasers and theft. And the governor proposes amending the state's public nuisance laws to prohibit gun industry from endangering the safety or health of the public through its sale, manufacturing, importing, or marketing of guns. So what's really behind this, folks? What's really behind that is the governor trying to do a workaround on the lawful commerce protection that is there federally for gun industry. That federal law is there and is meant to stop the endless civil suit harassment to just bury in litigation gun makers and gun sellers and by putting it into the state's public nuisance laws, this is the ploy, this is the tactic to try to get around the federal protection that exists. And if they can do this, if they can do this, then, of course, the trial lawyers will be very happy. They can bring the litigation and lawsuits left and right. And they can attempt to bury gun makers and sellers in New Jersey with litigation and civil suits. And that's the plan. That's the plan. Use the civil system in this way to destroy the industry. And what it will do is it will simply chase away anybody from making or selling guns or firearm uh firearm accessories that would fall under this in the state of New Jersey. So it'll make anything that is sold here more expensive, and it'll create a greater risk for those engaging lawfully in doing it. Many companies, I'm sure, will simply say, we don't sell to New Jersey. They're not going to do it. And that will also affect even New Jersey's ability to buy these things for law enforcement purposes and for their own government agents and such because no one's going to want the liability of having this in New Jersey and subjecting themselves to the litigation and the lawsuit. So this is their plan. This is their ploy. It is a plan to try to destroy 
the Second Amendment with every tactic and technique that they can come up with, and it is the wish list for the anti-gun movement, and it's being done in the Petri dish of New Jersey, and New Jerseyans will be the ones who pay the price, and the idea is to spread it like cancer throughout the rest of America. So you need to be aware New Jerseyans are on the front lines of the war on our gun rights, and we've got to fight it politically. We've got to stand up to this. I'll tell you, this is going to end up big time in the courts, and I'll uh, put out there that that SCOTUS decision, the Supreme Court decision on the uh, Second Amendment, uh, the New York State rifle and pistol case, the Bruin case, that decision can't come soon enough. And once that's there and these laws are going to be passed, and you know, we'll see what we can do fighting and change it, the challenges are going to take place in the litigation. And we got to hope that we can withstand this fight and get through this until our Second Amendment rights are respected in New Jersey. Till then, this is Evan Knappen reminding you that gun laws do not protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens. Gun Lawyer is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.